Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite film podcast, The Average Film Enjoyer. I am one of your co-hosts, Trey, and I am joined today by my lovely, lovely co-host, Evan. Evan, how are you doing today? I'm good. Just uh, got off work and came home. Hell yeah. How, I got some pizza. How cold is it? It's actually nice now? today. Eight degrees today. Eight degrees? Is that Celsius? Yeah, we're in the Fahrenheit? Celsius, dude. Like it's Okay, so it's like... 30, just a hoodie. It's like... 30, 40 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm zero degrees Fahrenheit. is like 32 or 32. So yeah, zero I know Celsius what you mean. Is 30. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like 40, 45 here right now. I'm in like shorts and nice. a sweatshirt. It's delightful. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk about our movie today. The greatest, what I, it was in my top five. And then I gave it a rewatch last night, and it's my number one of all time. Yeah. The greatest superhero movie ever made. Uh, I added it to my 100 out of 100 perfect films list. It is now part of that exclusive club for me. Hell yeah. Um, Love that. It's an immaculate piece of filmmaking. But It is. Um, we're going to keep it short today. Uh, try to keep it tight. Only movie news we're going to go over. Oscar nominations uh, were released this morning. Um, and of course... I want to preface this by saying the Oscars, although they are a big deal and they are very exciting and it's fun to predict who will win, they are a rigged system. What should win doesn't always win. Um, like Moonlight. And Moonlight, yeah, I think that's a great film. La La Land should have won Best Picture. Um, so obviously we got some snubs here. Uh, the first one I want to point out, no Rachel McAdams, an actress in a supporting role. What's Pain. that about? It's fucking what are we ridiculous. doing here? She was so. It's ridiculous. She was so good in Are You There, God? She was so yeah. good. Um, but I think Divine Joy Randolph is a lock for that. Just yeah, that's an easy dub. She's been winning. Um, other big snubs. We got a huge. I haven't seen Nyad, but the reviews are not very good. Yeah. What is Annette Benning doing here, and where is Greta Lee? Yeah. Uh, I love Margot Robbie, but Greta Lee was like, yeah, so perfect she in past so lives. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know what Elemental is doing. Yeah, this category is an absolute film. mess. It's ridiculous. I think Spider Man is a lock. If Spider Man doesn't win, I don't know. Boy in the Heron angry. might win. Yeah, because that what Boy in the Heron won at Golden Globes. Um, yeah, and it was supposed to be Miyazaki's last movie, so it's like a big. Yeah, that thing. might be a career, what people call it, like a career Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Where it's less about the movie itself and more about their career. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved to have loved see TMNT. You love to see yeah. what? I wanted to see TMNT as a nom. Oh, yeah. And I wanted Suzume very badly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know what Elemental is doing up there. It's not, it looks like every other Pixar movie made. Is there's nothing revolutionary yeah. about it? We got an insanely hype nomination in the best supporting actor role. Big Dick Mark <clears throat> Ruffalo coming for the fifth Oscar nomination. W won't win is it because our RDJ is, he, is, is gonna, gonna win. Yeah, no. RDJ's a lock. It's, yeah, that's an easy lock. He's winning. Um, let's see. And obviously, we'll go more in depth into each category. Uh, you come the week before the Oscars. Yeah, um, me and like Trey we'll are gonna do... try and knock out a bunch of these movies so we can yeah, have a good 
I'm gonna try. I want to try to do a documentary. All the shorts. Shorts are easy though because you can bust all of those yeah. out in like one day. Uh, Once I watch American Fiction, and when I can finally watch The Zone of Interest, please God release it already. Yeah. Then I'll have seen all of those. Yeah. I think it's coming out on the 26th, but my theater has zero show times for the 26th. Period. Like you can't even look at what's playing that day. Oh shit. So I can't even tell. Uh, best actor is. Uh, I would have. Yeah, Killian's gonna win. I would have liked to see. Uh, I don't know his name, but the main guy from Past Lives who is amazing. Oh yes, he was very good. Charles Mel- Melton arguably snubbed. I, I thought he was good. But I, I don't think he's yeah. top five performances. Yeah, me either. Um, I think sound is a lock for Oppenheimer. Yeah, I. The sound design of that movie is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we got a goaded Godzilla minus one nom oh in visual effects. Did you see the video? Win, I think. Did you see the video of the team watching the nominations this morning? And no. the moment they announce it, I'll send it to you. They fire confetti over the entire office and they're all celebrating. It's super hype. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And they did they made it look better than a lot of movies with yeah. like a minuscule budget. Yeah, the budget is so small. It's crazy. We um, have a crazy, maybe one of the most stacked best director categories ever. Justin Trier, uh, Justine Trier for Anatomy of Fall, Martin Scorsese, Killers, Flower Moon, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, Yorgos Lanthimos, Poor Things, and Jonathan Glazer, The Zone of Interest. My yeah. TikTok for you page was, I got off work and looked and it was just, where's Greta Gerwig? Where's Greta Gerwig? Where's Greta Gerwig? I love Barbie. I gave it a five star. I love it. No. This category is perfect. Yeah. No Bradley Cooper makes me happy because Maestro's mid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are our Oscar noms. Um, we will be doing a more in-depth breakdown uh, yeah. the week before, um, so you can uh, vote on who you think will win. You can do it with your family. It's always a good time. Um, oh, yeah, one, we were... one thing that we have to talk about really quick before we get into Logan. Yeah. We can now say Academy Award win, or Academy Award nominated Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> fucking stupid. John like, Williams is coming in just picking up the easy nomination. That's crazy. I love, yeah, and I'm a huge John Williams fan, and I love that he is. Um, I love that. Here, I'm gonna turn off my camera for a sec. My mom's gonna walk behind okay. me. Um, I love that he's getting a nomination as well. Uh, but I would I, I, it's 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 not something we've heard from him before. The it's basically like in every other Indiana Jones. Yeah. Story. Uh, Two movies that I would have preferred are Past Lives and The Holdovers. Both have great scores. Yeah. Past Lives was amazing. So an uh, interesting category, but yeah. But yeah, we'll get so, we'll talk more about the Oscars the closer we get to them. Yeah, obviously, Let's, I think they were they were pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, they're not terrible this year, but there definitely are a few snubs. Um, yeah, let's. I feel let's, like. Do you want to get into our IMDb movie for this? Yeah, year? this is. So, um, our IMDb movie is it's number two sixteen. Um, is Logan, directed by James Mangold. Um, which I believe it came out, yeah, 2017, go to year for film, by the way. 2017 was an amazing year for film. Um, I mean, you got Get Out, you got Lady Bird, Baby Driver, 
uh, Blade Runner 2049, Coco, Thor Ragnarok, Dunkirk. I mean, just an absolute stacked year of film. Um, so, before we get into our actual review of the film, I just want to give a little background on this film and the source material it is based off of. Um, because I think that, that it adds a, another uh, level of depth to this film that I feel uh, most superhero films lack. Um, so the source material that James Mangold based this film off of, obviously we've had Hugh Jackman as, as Wolverine for 20 plus years. Like we've, we've lived with this character. We, there are few characters that have gone through more despair and pain than Wolverine has at this point. Um, death has eluded him no matter how hard he tries. Um, he is just, I mean, just at his wit's end. And the comic this is based off of called Old Man Logan, um, if you haven't read it, go check it out. It is one of my all-time favorite uh, comics. It's, it's so good. It's so well-written. Um, so essentially in this comic, and they allude to this a few times in the film, which I didn't notice until this rewatch. Um, essentially in the comic is this is like old Logan is like 60 years old. He's old. And in the comic, he has a family. He has two kids. He has a farm. Um, and you realize that America is, it's basically split up in all these different sections. It's like post-apocalyptic. Everything's gone to shit. Uh, Red Skull runs the East coast. Uh, Kingpin runs central america and uh the hulk runs the west coast and now the hulk is like turned into this evil he has like a bunch of whole i don't know if you've read it evan but uh he has like a bunch of like kids and grandkids and they're all hulks too um and he bruce banner's like evil and um essentially logan is like an old man he talks about he hasn't popped his claws in 40 years and they go into the backstory, and this is the only part of the comic I'll go over because there's a lot to it that James Mangold really takes it into a different direction, but it's a direction that I appreciate. Uh, but he alludes to this event multiple times in the movie. Um, so in the comic, you figure out Logan has kind of like become a pacifist because um, before everything went to shit, uh, Mysterio showed up at uh the the school for the gifted and all the x-men were there and like just like 20 or 30 super villains just charge in and logan's like everyone get out of here and um logan he just starts like massacring these super villains and i mean this is a graphic comic so you see like guys get their arms cut off their heads cut off just just Logan is just plow. I mean, this is prime Wolverine. Um, and he's just plowing through these guys. And at the end, he gets to Mysterio and he like tries to cut through him, but he's not actually there. And Mysterio had been, had like cast an illusion and he takes away the illusion. And Logan has realized he has, instead of what he thought were supervillains, he has killed every single one of the X-Men. He has murdered all of his best friends. He has murdered his entire family. Jeez. And they allude to that a few times in this film. Um, 
talking about like when that that first time logan goes to visit uh charles and mm-hmm. give him his uh medication he lo- charles says i know what you did i know what you did and then um yeah there's just a lot of little moments that i think james mangold was very intentional about alluding to that event because that is a very important part of this old man logan story um but yeah, I just wanted to th- to tell that, and because I feel like it adds a level of depth that a lot of superhero films can't accomplish, um, and it it's just God, this movie is so perfect. It's mm-hmm. so perfect. Um, so let's get into it, Evan. Your opening thoughts. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. I've only seen, I saw this movie in the theaters and it blew me away. I adored it. And then I was like, you know what? That movie is really fucking depressing. And I did not watch it again until yesterday. Yeah. It's a brutal movie. It's depressing, dark. But, oh my God. This is like the greatest portrayal of a superhero ever. It Yes. There's no superhero that has the level of depth that Logan has, and you just see it. You can see so much in just his facial expressions, and like Hugh Jackman is just an absolute star, and even mm-hmm. like Charles is so good in this too. Like this, pretty much on the brink of death. Like it's so hard to watch him just be a shell who's you know having seizures and not knocking people out when mm-hmm. he was so powerful like it really is a tragic story and it kind of like the movie even just starts and you you're in the like headspace of yeah this is gonna be rough like these are not prime x-men yeah and i think james mangold i mean there's that line in there um with the doctor who uh the doctor um i can't remember his name let me look at the cast here uh, well, Boyd Holbrook playing um, playing Pierce, so good. Menace. Shout out to my man Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, he's uh, so good. Oh my gosh, I love him so much. He was in a picture last year or in twenty twenty two called Vengeance, that was really mm. good. Uh, he was in Indiana Jones: Dial of Destiny, and he was actually a shining light of that film. He's a great actor. I love yeah. him. He played an absolute menacing villain in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the doctor, uh, Richard E. Grant, who, shout out to him, he was also uh, in Saltburn as the father. Um, he, there's a line he says about Professor X, and he's like, a, he says, it's a degenerative brain disease in the world's most powerful brain. And What a line. Dude, just cooking with that dialogue. Um, and we open, we open on Logan in the back of this limo, and I think James Mangle does such a good job of of like showing us how much Logan has, like, how much of a like you said a shell of what he used to be in that first like two minutes. Like he gets mm-hmm. out of the car, he's like limping, and he even when he pops his claws out one of his claws doesn't come all the yeah. way out. Um, and obviously, like, this is the... I can't remember. Did this come out before Deadpool? Was this our first rated R Marvel movie? 
I think so. So, this, <clears throat> oh no, Deadpool came out first. Oh. Um, but this is a character that I I believe should he should have been rated R movies from the beginning. Yeah, um, I remember I had uh, a copy of X Men Origins Wolverine, the video game. There was yeah. two versions of it, and it was like the normal version, and then the uncaged version, and that was like full rated M, blood, guts, gore, and it was crazy. I played the demo of it like twenty times on my three sixty back in the day. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of people didn't really know what to expect as far as a rated R X Men movie went, but James Mangold like shows you what he's gonna do in that first two minutes. Like a guy gets his arm cut off, and like the shot of the guy getting the claws going through his yeah. head is crazy. Oh, so um, and we open with that. And he's obviously like, this is takes place in the future. It's 2029. Um, and it's like a decrepit Wolverine trying to take care of professor X um, and trying to like get them out of this terrible situation that they are in down in Mexico. And then we get introduced to uh, Laura. I want to talk for a little bit about, I mean, not only the dynamic between Hugh Jackman and Daphne Keene, because it was so good. Yeah. Um, but also how gnarly that first opening, like that first fight scene is at the compound with Laura. Oh my she rolls God. the head out in yeah. front of everybody. Oh, it's so good it's so good it's just so sick yeah um um yeah go ahead what should we touch on first the dynamic like i yeah i mean we get in they're obviously father and daughter father and daughter in this movie yeah Uh, the majority of her genes are from james or logan um and the chemistry between them was immaculate I mean, they, they their energies were so perfect, and they fed off each other. And you could really tell, not only because of the claws, but because um, of like the like just the way they both acted was very similar. Yeah, they got that same frown. Yeah, um, and. I I loved it. I I mean I love her character. I hope we get to see more of her um, in future MCU projects. Um, like I'd be so down for that. I I mean I love that character. Uh, I love the two claws out of the hand and then the claws out of the foot. That's oh the feet badass. claws are so sick. Uh, yeah, it's I loved it. Um, yeah, it's kind of that like joel and ellie in the last of us yeah Yeah. dynamic too Mm -hmm. and it works every time yeah it works especially well here but it it just pulls you in and gets you so invested like immediately i mean first off the claws are sick as hell so you're already like yep i'm locked in this is a badass little child that's probably gonna murder a bunch of dudes and like then you have my god them fighting together like the fight scenes at the end in the forest are nuts yeah yeah they're crazy um and that's that's that goes into another part i wanted to talk about um is 
the going back to like he's a shell of what he used to be you know like we we've been with this character um and if you're like me you've grown up with this character yeah um for 17 years he the, you first are introduced to him in 2000 in the first x-men which i also rewatched. um some people say Spider, the first Spider-Man movie, it started like the whole superhero craze and s- superhero blockbuster movies. No, it was X-Men. <laughs> uh, br- yeah, fuck you, Brian Singer. You're a terrible fucking person. Yes. But you cooked with that first movie. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but we, yeah, we don't get to see like this like rage-filled animal that Wolverine yeah. was. Um, and... Um, but even before that final four scene, we do get to see it because another, just the fight scene, but the fight scene, the first fight scene between him and Wolverine and the scientifically created Wolverine. Yeah. X 24. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about that for a second. that that scene so we're on the farm right we we they logan has helped these people they've helped uh yeah he's just helped these people and charles is sleeping and we get this really emotional scene from charles um who he's he has dementia and he's kind of like out of it this whole movie you know he's in and out and you can tell this scene he's like actually with it and he's like this is Mm -hmm. the best night i have had in an extremely long time yeah, and because he thinks it's it's Logan standing above him, and he's talking and he's talking and he's talking, and then you see Logan put his hand on his chest, and then you hear the claws pop out, and you're just like, "What? It's crazy, it's crazy." Um, and I mean X twenty four, it's like taking Prime Wolverine and putting him in a it's it's he's prime wolverine without a conscience yeah it's really what he is um yeah that first i remember seeing that scene in theaters Mm -hmm. and my heart just sinking i was like yeah this is like the last x-men movie yeah this is it and that scene between uh and that fight scene man it's just it's brutal yeah because logan he doesn't go when he when x24 has laura he doesn't go after her he goes to check on charles and he finds charles dead and then he puts charles in the back of his truck and there's this shot there's so many shots of like that logan thing where he'll like be staring down and then he'll look up into the camera and you can see it in hugh jackman's eyes he's just like Oh, he's about to murder someone. Yeah. Um, and he starts walking over. And while X24 is just massacring all of these, uh, all of these like just Southern bumpkin dudes who oh. owned the land. Very yeah. satisfying, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that fight scene between. Dude, when. When the truck hits X twenty four, and he just gets impaled in the spikes. Oh my god, it's so sick! And he's taking like shots to the face. 
Yeah. Like it's and <laughs> the violence in this movie is it's so well done. Oh, it's so well. It done. it fits the tone perfectly. Like it's super gory, but it's never yeah. like campy gory. <laughs> it's like depression gore. Yeah, and it just and yeah part, works so well. The part where they are they're like locked claws, and then X twenty four takes it and puts it like right here. Yeah, oh. head, and then throws him over his shoulder. <laughs> oh, just give me more of that, dude. That's crazy. It's so well done. Um. Yeah, I, it's just so good. Um, I was wondering, what is your favorite scene of the movie? Yeah, my favorite scene, I think, honestly, is the scene in the hotel. That shit is so cool. I mean, the oh, ending is, is nuts, but the hotel... Charles having is having a seizure. Yeah. Yeah. And Logan's, like, the only one who can really... Yeah, and he's, like, climbing up the wall with his claws. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's I think... so good. Yeah, that that was the first like when I first saw it, that was my favorite scene, and then rewatching, I was like, yeah, that's just like the coolest shit. Yeah, um, I, I would, I mean, we'll touch on the ending in a sec, but like one thing that I need to shout out is in the start of Deadpool two, when Deadpool's just met, like lounging on the couch and he's got mm-hmm. the fucking toy of Logan impaled on the tree trunk, just spinning in circles, the funniest shit ever. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about uh, the casting here of yeah. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So if you look, go and look in the comics, um, Hugh Jackman is essentially the opposite of what Wolverine is in the comics. Wolverine is a little person. He is like three foot eight. He's really, 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 really. Wait, short. really? Yeah. Oh. Um, let me look it up here. Wolverine's height. In the I need to go by. Yeah. Okay. I he's five three. Um, Still, that's crazy. That's really short. And Hugh Jackman is six three. And a tank. So people were very, very, um, like cautious or or very, very. I don't know what the word is. I don't know. Just skeptical. Skeptical. Thank you. Uh, about this casting. But. I think this has grown to be one of the best suit cat, not even superhero casting, one of the best castings of all time. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I literally can't imagine anyone else. Yeah. As, I think if they want to recast him and make like a new Wolverine, uh, this isn't because Peter Dinklage is a little person. It's because <laughs> I think Peter Dinklage has that like rage inside of him that yeah. I think we've seen in some of his roles um that he would kill it as wolverine yeah one thing i i want to talk about is yeah how we feel about number one xavier being used in multiverse of madness and now logan being used in deadpool 3 i i know it's you know multiverse shit that's a whole nother issue Mm-hmm. I I think that once this movie ended, they should have never touched these two characters again. I think Professor X is fine. Yeah, because um, his, I but, mean, his... Yeah, I do think, though, that if they were going to do Wolverine, I wish they would have done a new Wolverine, like cast someone else. They wouldn't yeah. have brought... Because Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, that is a very specific character. 
And this movie is such a perfect send-off yeah. for that character. Um, so I wish they would have just cast someone else to play Wolverine. Um, yeah. Um, I also I'm feel cur- like that would have made more sense. I know that Deadpool 3 is set before Logan, but yeah, still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about that ending because it truly is a great send off. Um, by the time they get to the forest, I had already been crying. Um, the scene where, uh, Laura and Logan, uh, Barry Charles, uh, gets me every time. Um, and, uh, there, but that final scene where that forest scene where the kids are running through the forest, um, and Logan, is, he has, he has that like healing, whatever that was that, uh, I don't know what it was. It's like a serum that just makes him mm-hmm. stronger. Um, he had that, but he hasn't taken it yet. And he's trying so hard to catch up to them because he saw the guys chasing after him. And, um, he finally gets close enough and he takes you're only supposed to take a little bit. He takes all of it. And yeah. at this point, you know, like, okay, he knows this is going to be his last stand and then he is going to die. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then it cuts away from him. So you don't see the effects right away. And it cuts to all the kids running and you see all these kids running. Some of them are getting taken down. The girl with the, uh, oh. that was able to control like, the forest the wood chips bro holy, holy shit like this oh guy's just getting god. cut up until he that shot explodes with stuff in his face yeah oh my god and then it's just like this crazy. tornado around him and then it just explodes like it's crazy yeah and then and you he's... got the girl with the ice breath who shatters that dude's arm like, oh my gosh unbelievable these kids are crazy uh which is why i hope we get to see them again in yeah. the future some dope characters some dope yeah. powers um but then they start. Some of them start getting caught, um, and and it starts like. And it's the most perfect superhero entrance you've seen it so many times. Where like they're doing fine, and then it kind of starts to turn away. Like the battle turns the other way, and then someone comes in and it just turns the tide of the battle. They start getting caught, and you hear him, yeah, in like far away. Like, you hear that classic Wolverine scream. Yeah. And James Mangold cuts to him. And he, like, you see him. It looks like Logan, but you see him and you're like, that's Wolverine. That's, like, full power. Like, he's just full out sprinting and he's doing, like, the... And have you seen... Have you also seen the behind the scenes of Hugh Jackson doing this on, like, the treadmill? Yeah. I'm like, dude, that looks like so much fun to film. Yeah. Um, that's a classic you, you see him he's just going all out just full sprinting he even does the classic my favorite Ugh. wolverine move where yeah. he jumps through the air oh so good. and so he is hate and he is just murdering these guys and he shows up and laura has finally like gotten into combat and she's killing guys and then she gets surrounded by like 14 guys and you hear logan 
Um, and the best part about that scene where he jumps through the air and lands on the guy is he looks up and he does the scream again. And yeah. he's like, oh, this is so good. Um, and Laura basically, uh, she's surrounded and Logan just comes out of nowhere. And this is the first time you see Laura smile in the movie where he like comes out of nowhere and just starts murdering all these guys. And she like looks at him and she's like, that's my dad. <laughs> and I mean, and the battle proceeds from there. They, they, they win, they kill everybody. They kill Logan, da, da, da. not Logan. They kill X 24. Um, well, what I I'm blanking. They put the truck on him. What happened after the truck? Where they put the truck on him and then Yeah, he busts out and then picks up Logan and impales oh, him on the tree yeah, trunk. And then, they shoot him. and then Laura has the silver at or the adamantium that, bullet. Yeah, the adamantium bullet. She loads that shit up and right as X twenty four is going to like finish Logan off, a quarter of his head just explodes out. It's a yeah. it's sick shot. Yeah. Um, and then we get, like, one of the saddest scenes ever. So, so this is what yeah, it feels like. Yeah, this scene like. breaks God. my heart every time. But it also it also makes me so happy. Because through these 17 years that we have spent through with this character, the one thing that has constantly eluded him is love and death. Um, and... He gets both of those in the mo- in this moment. Yeah. Um, you have Laura calling him dad. You have the obvious love that he has for his daughter, and he t- uh, um, he tells her, "Don't be what they made you to be," um, because they both come from very similar situations, um, and then he it's the most heartbreaking line. You see, like, this smile come across his face, and tears start coming out of his eyes, and he says, oh, so this is what it feels like. Yeah. And I I think there's two ways you can take that. He actually feels an immense amount of love for Laura in that moment, and that's what he's talking about, or the feeling of death. That's what I think it is. He's, he's talking about, yeah, like, oh, this is what it feels like to die, and you can see he is finally at peace, which is something that yeah. has eluded him as a character for so long. Uh, yeah, I definitely think you're right because, like, I mean, it's definitely a bit of that like father love that he's feeling, but um, it's. Definitely like an at peace acceptance with death. It's yeah. Yeah. It's a really beautiful, heartbreaking scene. Like this movie is hard to rewatch, honestly, because it's it's so heavy. Yeah. It it's, really is. Um But it's it's the perfect end for Wolverine. Like Yeah. It's you really brutal. couldn't it's it's gory and it's badass. It it fits his his whole arc perfectly. Like it it's what mm-hmm. you want, even though so, it's like oh fuck it sucks to die. But like this is 
now at number one for superhero movies for me. The only yeah. one that I think is in contention here is my other favorite, Captain America Winter Soldier, um, which also, it doesn't have as much depth as this movie, but has an insane amount of depth to it. I love that um, movie. It's so good. Yeah, it's really uh, great. Where is this number one superhero movie for you as well? Yeah. It's, so, it's just immaculate. It's so good. Yeah, it's definitely my number one superhero movie. Actually, it's probably like right there with The Dark Knight because, you know, I, I will meet right yeah, The Dark Knight till I die. Um, And then, like, it's definitely better than Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is far and away my very favorite MCU movie. Like, Yeah, that's what uh, So... It's like that's that's just stratosphere up there. Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy three, this and uh, Dark Knight for me. Yeah. But yeah, Logan um, is untouchable. Rewatching it just kind of like it doesn't have super high rewatch value because it's such an emotional yeah. film. But it it's just so good. I don't know if I have yeah. That's my the only part that's rough. Movies in a list. I don't know. It's probably my top superhero movies. Um, probably this, uh, the Iron Giant, Dark Knight, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Nice. My top. Iron Giant, good show. Dude, Iron Giant is the shit, man. That was my favorite, my brother's favorite movie when I was a kid. And, uh, it's it's in my top 10 of all time. It's so good. Yeah, I've seen it many times, but like, yeah, when my parents tried to get my brother to eat ham, mm-hmm. you know, like you buy a round ham, bake it, whatever, he was like, yeah. I don't want to eat it. They would call it metal, mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh, Iron Giant eats metal, I'll eat metal. And like, my entire life, I lived at home, we called it metal, yeah, it just stuck. That's yeah. So funny, some a line that I'll always quote from that movie, and nobody ever gets is when, um. Hogarth is talking about Dean and he's like, Dean is good. Um, and the Iron Giant, he just goes, Dean. It's so <laughs> funny and it makes me laugh every time. It's always uh, crazy to me that that's Vin Diesel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Logan, greatest superhero ever made, superhero movie ever made. Um, James Mangold cooked here. Um, Please cook again. Yeah. Get your juice um, back. Yeah. I mean, he cooked with the Wolverine and, uh, oh, he did Walk the Line, Yeah, too? I was just about to say, Walk the Line is amazing. Yeah. That's, like, one of the few biopics that I actually like. Yeah. I love Walk the Line. It's oh, really shit. good. Um, I don't really know dang, So, Dial of Destiny with... is kind of like an outlier. He it really definitely does. is. Yeah, so James Mangold, just ignore Dial of Destiny and keep doing what you do best. Yeah. Um, I think he's making the Bob Dylan movie, which I'm very excited for. Oh, I thought that was Scorsese. Oh. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Yeah. James yeah. Mangold. Go check out Logan. It's on Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah. It's an immaculate piece of film. The pacing um, is really good, too. Like, it's yeah, a long it's, movie, but it flows fast. Almost two hours and 20 minutes. But, yeah, yeah it, feel, it feels like it's an hour. It's yeah. So, the pacing is unbelievable. Um, yeah. Yeah, just an immaculate film. 
uh yeah go check it out um what's our uh oh our movie next week is platoon uh, i think platoon which uh my brother aj will be on for um i told him he could be on like four months ago and (laughs) i forgot that i told him that and then he texted me this week and he's like hey are we still doing platoon and i was like oh shit i told you that (laughs) and i was like yes definitely so he is very knowledgeable about film Mm. he loves film so he will be on next week and then next sweet and then this friday we're reviewing the shining Shining. um and then next friday we are finishing up our kubrick watt deep dive um this friday i'll put a survey up see what director you want us to do next but next Friday, we'll be reviewing Full Metal Jacket and Eyes Wide Shut with uh, the one, the only, Jagger Nelson. He will make his return uh, to guest, be a guest star on The Average Film Enjoyer. Um, we're going to get the fellas back together. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we finish up, Evan, do you want to go through what, what we've been watching recently? I would love to. <sighs> uh... I'm so um, emotional now. I think, Logan always makes yeah. me fucking emotional. So I didn't watch it again. God, dude. Um, so on the 19th, excuse me, I watched Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Cheaper by oh, the yeah. fucking so P2. Did I. So good. So good. And then after that, I watched It's Such a Beautiful Day. This is Don Hertzfeld's animated magnum opus of a film it is all hand-drawn narrated it's about a guy named bob who has some memory issues have you seen it no but it's been high up on my watch list for a good good amount of time it's amazing i watched it twice in like a day and a half it's amazing it's and it's an hour long like go watch it if you haven't seen it it's really really good Yeah. Uh, what about what did you watch that day? Um, you just bust out yours and then I'll bust out mine because you have like. Oh sure, okay. You have like I have, five? I have four more. I have four more. Yeah. Then I watched fucking Paul King's Peak Wonka. Shout out yeah, to Ryan from the Shop by Shop podcast. Go fuck yourself. Wonka is amazing. Who? Shout out who? Ryan. Yeah. Oh god, dude. Dude. Well, he you, hates I mean, this you've movie. seen his Spider-Man takes. You know. He's, True. His his opinions are very valid. Yeah, um, that that was amazing. Such a feel good movie. Really enjoyable. Songs were peak. He said the songs weren't memorable. I highly disagree. I was singing at work today. I was just like chocolate, and there's chocolate to myself <laughs> all fucking day. Yeah. yeah, this it was great. I will probably watch it again very soon. Really good. Then I watched Due Date, which I've seen many great. times, not for a long time. Great movie. Underrated. I haven't seen it in a few years. Really, It's really funny. Yeah, yeah. the dynamic between Zach and Robert Downey Jr. is just hilarious. God, I love Zach Galifianakis. He's so Yeah, me good. too. Uh, so that held up really well. I gave that three and a half. Also, I gave Wonka, and it's such a beautiful day. And Cheaper by the Dozen, two, five stars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I watched a movie I had been really excited to watch for a while called fallen leaves mm-hmm. this is a movie out of finland um it's a very simple slice of life type film it's set in present day and it's just about these two people kind of going through it not having the best time and meeting yeah. and you know interacting it has this very like one car y feel to it almost oh yeah 
Uh, the cinematography is really cool. I give that four stars. Also, it has one of the cutest dogs I've ever seen in my life in a movie, and it's really, really good. Yeah, and it's like an hour 20. It, it went by really fast. I liked it a lot. We love short movies. Yeah, and then I watched Logan. Peak. Peak. And also, I binged about seven hours of Twin Peaks yesterday because I'm trying to get Dumb. through it so I can watch Firewalk with me. And yeah. once I finish this, I'm going to go watch it all night Hell again. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see here. I also, on the 19th, watched Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Peak. Might be better oh, than the first one. Um, Eugene Levy is fucking hilarious. Uh, then I decided to follow that up with more Peak with Tron Legacy. Um, peak. Oh, good. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, and I think this is one you wanted to talk about. Ten things I hate about you. One star. Yeah, what are you doing here? Absolute shit. Maybe watched, the best. <sighs> I have never watched a movie with more hateable characters. Oh my god, you are insane. Let's go over these characters. Julia Stiles and her sister. Both bitches. <laughs> god, they're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah. They're both so annoying. Bianca, her sister, is so manipulative and um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character isn't likable because he's an idiot for going back out with her. Oh, you're not going to go out with this one guy? Oh, but you'll go out with me? Oh, great. I, I love having sloppy seconds. Um, oh, my God. And Julia Stiles is just so unbelievably annoying. Heath Ledger's character, not a good dude. The fucking goat. Heath Ledger. Oh, I love my Heath God. Ledger. I love Heath Ledger. He's not a good dude in this movie. Also, maybe not even hyperbole the hottest man from a 90s rom-com in this movie sure but the scene on the person. football he's field not, like when he's oh he's not a good dude he's he's the i mean the whole he didn't have to take the money at the end of the movie he was already going to take her to prom but he took the money anyway that's not a good thing Justice Gordon, the only character, enjoyable character, was David Crumholtz. David Crumholtz yeah, was goat, an absolute, absolute delight goat. in this movie. Um, but yeah, not good. Didn't enjoy it. Hated it, actually. Yeah, um, this is my favorite 90s rom-com, by the way. Well, that really sucks. Five stars. Uh, have you ever seen Say Anything? No, I haven't. Oh, you gotta check that out. That's my favorite 90s I rom-com. I did watch Clueless, and I fucking hated it. Oh, I've never seen it. Um, I watched John Wick for the first time. Peak. Really? Yeah, I'd never seen it. I'm I'm gonna try to finish them off this week, um, dude. Ch- Chad Stahelski just cooked here. I mean that movie was, f- it was really cheesy and dumb, but it was badass. I really Bro, enjoyed it. You're, I mean, that, you are in for a treat. That it, that in my opinion is a perfect action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was awesome. <clears throat> John Wick brings the lore on top of the god tier action. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched the sequel to a movie I had watched a while back, uh, The Collector. I watched the sequel to that, The Collection. Um, some absolutely gory kills. Um, yeah, that movie's got some crazy kills. Have you seen The Collection? I think so. Yeah. Uh, if it's the, the one I'm thinking of. The Collector is also very good. Um, but yeah, those both of those are very good. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm trying to bust these out. Uh, watch last year's The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbird and Snakes. Oh, yeah, you yeah. didn't like this, eh? That sucked ass, dude. Didn't I you mean, give it a half star? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. It wasn't good. It 
none of the characters were likable. Um, I love Rachel Zegler. I think she's an amazing actress, and I'm excited to see what she does in the future. But I thought she was fucking terrible in this movie. I thought she was so bad. Um, the whole southern accent thing totally did not belong, and it was, yeah, she just wasn't good. Um, well, I, I was excited to watch it. That movie... Well, I'm on the minority, dude. Yeah. Like, I have people that have this at five stars, four and a half stars, four stars. You know, people enjoy it. I just didn't. Um... And it was a two and a half hour movie, but it felt so empty. Um, yeah, it is really long. It's so dumb. Uh, I watched Shrek for the first time. God. Uh, can't believe I waited 20 years to watch that masterpiece. Yeah, I can't either. So good. Um, watched another A24 horror film called The Hole in the Ground. Uh, not good. It just <laughs> That director definitely has a hard on for Ari Aster. Um, <laughs> another one of them. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched uh, a 2004 heist movie called Criminal with John C. Riley and Diego Luna and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Shout out Tubi. Um, it was pretty good, actually. It was a good time. I love a good heist movie. And yeah. John C. Riley is goaded. Um, and then I watched uh, Bo Burnham Make Happy for the first time. Uh, certified genius, dude. He is, God, he is so good. Um, love me some Bo Burnham. Also, yeah. shout out to Inside. I have been listening to that soundtrack content. Are you ready for some content? Dude, it's so I've good. I've been listening to that like on loop the past few days. Um, I might give that a rewatch. Um, and then I watched Jackass Forever. I oh love Jackass. Oh my god, it's so good. I love I saw that in theaters. It was amazing. I'm sure. I just want to be friends with all of them. Except yeah, for Bam. Too. Bam really gets on my nerves. <laughs> Bam's a bad guy. Yeah, he's uh, a good dude. But all the rest of them seem like they're actual like good dudes and would be fun dudes to hang out with. Like, I don't know. They just, like all of them. There's not one Jackass b besides Bam. Like, there's not one member from Jackass Forever that I would not want to hang out with. Like, I love Johnny. Um, I love Steve-O. Uh, Chris Pontius and Dave England are my two favorites. I mean, Danger Aaron, Wee Man yeah. is the goat. Danger Aaron takes the most insane punishment on that. I mean, the cup testing thing, that whole thing yeah. is crazy, <clears throat> dude. Did you know that in Jackass 3, when he gets his tooth tied to the Lambo and they drive away and it pulls it out? Yeah. Do you remember that? They, yeah, that fractured his skull. Are you serious? It yeah, you should search it up. There's an x-ray, and it's sent to crack all the way up his, like, cheek up into his head. That's insane. Yeah. They're, like, this is how I describe the Jackass movies. You know, like, all that dumb shit you used to do with your buddies in high school where you'd all be drunk or high and just go do dumb shit? Yeah, that's Jackass. Them just doing dumb shit. <laughs> it's so fun. I love them. Um... And then I watched Remember, where... Uh, Dude, I want to watch that. With the aid of a fellow Auschwitz survivor and a handwritten letter, an elderly man with dementia goes in search of the person responsible for the death of his family. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Dean Norris plays a crazy Nazi in it. That was pretty sick. Oh, um, yeah. We love let's Dean see. Norris. Rewatched X-Men. Already talked about that. Peak. Um, delved deeper into Kurosawa's filmography. Watched Throne of Blood. I need to watch that. Me and Jagger's um, 
little uh, agreement where I give him one, he gives me one. Um, I He currently has to watch Enemy, the Denis Villeneuve film, um, which is one of my favorites. Um, Denis' most underrated picture. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty good. Um, nice modern retelling of Macbeth. I love Macbeth. Um, Jackass 2.5, watch that. I really like these .5 Jackasses because you kind of get to see how these bits yeah. were done and how they were made and where the ideas came from. And then you get to see the ones that didn't make the cut, which is also fun. Like in this yes. one, there was a Dizzy Boxing where Aaron <laughs> and uh, I think it was Chris, they spun them, or it was Dave England and Aaron, and they spun oh, yeah. them in these office chairs a bunch, and then they had a box. It was really funny. Um God, even when I describe these bits, I'm like, this is so dumb. <laughs> it really is stupid. I love it. Um, yeah, and then too. Logan. Um, when is Shrek 2? Really um, maybe today. Who knows? The um, best. I might throw it on while I play Skyrim. I just finished. I've played through. I've played Skyrim like four different times. Like I've started from the beginning like four different times. Um, but I always get, and then after I say this, I will we'll be done. I always get distracted with side quests. Yeah. Um, like, I'm like, oh, I want to go become a werewolf. Oh, I want to go become an assassin. Oh, I want to go become a vampire. And then I get bored, and then I stop playing. Um, and so, as I told you, I think I talked about this on the last episode. I started yeah. a uh, Skyrim replay, like a playthrough, um, I, which I haven't done in a long time. Um, I finished the campaign yesterday. I finished Hell the main yeah. campaign, which I have never ever done before um the final boss was really hard uh like it'd be like all right i gotta get some health off of him quick save quick save so and then you you get some health off of him quick save quick save so when you die you don't go all the way back to the beginning um and i was like i was constantly going into the menu trying to get scrolls and spells and all this stuff and it, it yeah it was crazy um but it was a good time but yeah, that's our episode for today. Join us Friday for our review of Stanley Kubrick's masterpiece, The Shining, my number yeah. two of all time. Um, and then join us Tuesday for our review of Platoon with my brother-in-law, AJ Flossmark. Um, if you want to find us on socials, Evan is Evan0567 on Letterboxd. I'm Trey the Film Noob everywhere. Um, go to afepod.com if you want to cop some average film enjoyer merch. Um, we have a bunch of stuff up there right now, a bunch of really cool stuff. We even got shirts for your dogs. Um, that is true. We do have a Beauty and the Beast puppy T-shirt. So go get, Hell yeah. go get your uh, puppy T-shirts. Um, and, yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate it. Comment down below what your thoughts on Logan are or maybe what your favorite superhero film is. Um uh if you're listening on spotify please follow us give us follow um so you can be let know when we drop new episodes um yeah and are you gonna watch are you gonna watch room tier 37 the documentary about the shining oh don't watch it oh really it's yeah no it's for me to go on a little rant here i went and saw that in the theater because oh the local art theater was doing like a showing of it. And then after that, they were doing a showing where they play the shining backwards and forwards at the same time. Oh yeah. Um, which I'm sure you've heard of. I've heard uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, uh, it's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a bunch of conspiracy theorists 
talking about The Shining that don't know what they're talking about. It's don't watch it. It sounds exhausting. It really is. It's kind of funny because you realize how fucking stupid these people yeah. are in the documentary. <laughs> but it wasn't <clears throat> enjoyable. Um, but yeah, we'll be reviewing The Shining, um, giving our thoughts on what it all means. Um, and about that wild-ass ending. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, and we'll see you next time on The Average Film Enjoyer.